Alright, hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Robots in Disguise podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And today, it is the the animation debut of a fan-favorite character. It is episode 23 of Transformers Robots in Disguise, The Buzz on Windblade. Yay! I like Windblade. I legit like Windblade. And uh, and even better, this is uh, written by her uh, creator, kind of, sort of. Uh, well, creator of her personality, yeah. anyway, not the toy designer. Yeah, uh, writer Margaret Scott. Yay! Yes. Uh, known for comics, uh, started out uh, writing a bunch of episodes of Transformers Prime. This is her uh, third episode of Robots in Disguise. Well, di- didn't she write some cartoon before Prime? I, I think, I, no, I think she was like the script supervisor or something, or the production coordinator. I think mm-hmm. her, I think Prime was her first uh, animation credit, but let me check the old IMDb. Good old IMDb. Uh, but yes, after working on Prime uh, during the the old the good old days of IDW, uh, she I believe that was her uh, comic book debut. Yes, uh, was and doing Windblades limited series with Sarah Stone uh, with that beautiful beautiful art. Yes, uh, oh, yes, and and so yeah, Windblade was created through. She was their first fan poll, wasn't she? Yeah. Yes, I believe she was. Before they started just doing dumb fan polls, like which of these characters we're obviously going to make, should we? <laughs> should yes, we make? I, I liked it when we got new guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, they were like, "Oh, yeah, we're we're going to have a new G one style character created by this poll." Uh, as opposed to the old days when they just used to make up new characters just for no reason because yes. they had new ideas. <laughs> well, they, they have new ideas sometimes now. I'm yeah. holding a new idea in my hand that it's a pile of bones. That's it's right. Very exciting. I, I love oh. it so much. But uh, well, only his skeleton brain is alive. <laughs> <laughs> Decompose. Uh, but yeah, so they they had like, should it be a jet or all this other stuff? And yeah, Windblade was what came out. I don't think they specifically like said should she be a huge weeaboo, but that <laughs> I think that was just the well, designers. No, it's like once they came up with a design, like it was a plane, and there was a rough design, and there was like three head designs, and one was like a Spartan centurion, one mm-hmm. was the geisha thing we ended up with. I forget what the other one was. The other design might have just been generic head. Mm. We ended up with the geisha, which I guess is better than the Spartan Centurion helmet thingy, which was weird. Uh-huh. Right now, it would be very awkward because there are a lot of militia groups that oh, like yeah. that kind of uh, iconography yeah. these days. I uh-huh. say as someone with a Mjolnir tattoo that I will point out has nothing to do with being a Nazi. I mean, at, least, <laughs> at least geisha stereotypes aren't that kind of racism? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, more the, yeah. the uh, sort of... Anyway, more cultural appropriation than yeah. actual yes. racism. Yeah, anyway. So this, uh, yeah, this first aired August 22nd, 2015. And we begin with Horses, the Silent Killer. <laughs> Yay! I love, I love this. I love Strong Arm... Being okay for one thing, it took them this many episodes to figure out that a bunch of their Decepticon foes have had been analogous to Earth animals, and so maybe we should learn about Earth animals. But Strong Arm, she's she's thinking here. Yes. So yeah, she's decided to tell every to instruct everybody on the dangers of Earth animals, so that they can recognize them when they encounter a robot that is kind of based on them. In this case, horses, and she's got like a like a rocking horse as sort of like a, a visual aid here, <laughs> which is probably just something she found in Denny's scrapyard. Oh, definitely. So yeah, uh, horses dangerous at both ends, uncomfortable in the middle. 
accurate. No one really thinks too hard about why so many of these Decepticons look like Earth animals. We're just gonna nope. Let I have that to think go. about it. But I'm glad that we've at least made the connection now and figured that maybe we should learn about Earth animals. But uh, but sideswipe is all this. This is boring. This is boring. You're boring, strong arm. I'm gonna go watch TV. Grimlock or do karate asks, in the woods. Yes. Grimlock asks Strongarm the most important question that, that's been burning at that's that's been chewing at him about Earth animals, which is is it true kittens can swarm? <laughs> <laughs> well kind of. Because of course, as you remember, uh Grimlock afraid of cats. I mean, yeah, kittens kind of, they, they can swarm. Absolutely. Kit, Grimlock's obsession and fear of kittens is this strange thing that, the, the way it's been showing up, it feels like, oh, this should be something in the series Bible, but it's something that wasn't in, like, the entire first half of the season. <laughs> like, it's only showed up, like, six, eight episodes ago or so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a sort of very Margaret Scott detail to put in. Great, I love it. <laughs> so anyway, sideswipe. Uh, you know, he uh, he hears a fight, and uh, yes, there is uh, there is like a cat guy. Who is not named in the episode, but apparently was later revealed to be named Scratch. Not a great name, but okay. No, it's not not a horrible thing. It's okay. It, uh, at first, I thought he was like a weasel or something because he seems very long with a long tail. But I guess cat fits. He should have been named Ravage. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, what is um, Howlback? Is that one of the other Ravage repaints? Yes. Uh, there's also Glit. Oh, Glit, Glit is Glit, Glit is a doctor. Glit is very different. Yes. <laughs> anyway, this this guy has claws that shoot lasers. <laughs> you know, like you do. Sure. Which which just makes you think of that SNL bit about laser cats. <laughs> I think I remember I, that. It's it, it, it's a deliberately sort of it's a sketch that uh, Andy Samberg is constantly pitching, uh-huh. in which uh, in the far future. Cats have been mutated by atomic radiation and can shoot lasers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And so every sketch devolves into a fight between people uh, using cats as laser guns. <laughs> <laughs> Just sort of like those little, uh, I think they're, uh, they're gotcha, they're gachapon toys that mm-hmm. are little, like, uh, Figma scaled weapon cats. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, those things. Those look adorable and strange. Came up recently because one of our our friends shared a picture she had taken of of some toys holding one, and there was a crossbow one where where the little cat was holding the crossbow bolt between its tiny fuzzy nuggets. Yeah, the the crossbow one is disconcerting. The the rest of them are cute, like the the rocket launcher one where it's a bunch of cats sticking out of a cardboard box. That's cute. The crossbow one is unsettling. <laughs> Sadly, I just had my uh my male foster kitty neutered, so he's no longer able to be used as a crossbow. <laughs> uh, so uh and and this uh this scratch is fighting a uh, a a, a uh, an Autobot we've never seen before. She's like <gasps> some sort of red jet lady. It is Windblade, uh voiced Yay! by Christy Wu. Nice. Uh, who has a fairly short acting resume. She was also on, I think, uh, The Legend of Korra. Oh, okay. As who? Uh, Pali. Mm-hmm. And uh, old people oh, like myself also remember her from the last season of Buffy. Wow, that's uh, she old. Was, she was one of those, uh, she was one of the potential slayers. Okay. Uh, from that last season. There, there, was a, there were a whole bunch of them. And yeah. mostly didn't get to do anything. And oddly enough, this was this is this show is like her last acting credit. She just quit acting after this or something. Aww. In fact, so much so that she's not on the third season. Hmm. Oh, 
Windblade at all or her no, voice? Uh, no, they recast her. Oh. Strange. Oh. It, it is weird. Oh no, recasting. Yep. So anyway, he, uh, he, he beats, uh, or sorry, rather, she beats uh, Scratch, and then she immediately thinks that he's also a Decepticon, so they have to fight a little. As is normal for any kind of. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a team up. Into each other. Eventually, she does indeed notice that he has an Autobot insignia, and uh, she says, oh, well, I guess you don't uh, totally suck there, Slick. And she just keeps calling him Slick. And also, he, uh,. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. But, uh, yeah, she's convinced he's a Decepticon. And then he has, he's like, could you stop beating up on me, please? Okay, I got and this big then, red face on my on my chest. Yeah. It's not just that she catches sight of the Autobot symbol as he's like, please stop beating me up. <laughs> I'm an Autobot. Anyway, so he, so he takes her back to the scrapyard. She, uh, she meets the team... Uh, Strongarm immediately objects to her. Yes. Yeah. Listen, there, there's one token girl on this team, babe, buddy, and it's me. Well, could, Windblade <laughs> gives everyone a nickname. And, oh, what does she call Strongarm? Like Rulebook or something? Uh, no, it's um, Skeptabot. Oh, yes. That's a weird mouthful. It's not even a good nickname. Not quite, no. I mean, also, she's just doesn't seem to be taking any, you know, she's very kind of lighthearted. And I yes. definitely, that that's not going to mesh well with Strongarm. Also, no. everyone likes her and people yes. don't like Strongarm because she's trying to make them follow rules. Well, yeah, and, she, and teach them about, and teach them animal facts. Yeah, she's the yes. stiff by the book rules girl. And, and Windblade is the new cool girl. Issues right. yeah. the the character dynamic. Oh, it, it, we missed. Um, I think Windblade suplexes Sideswipe at one point. Yes, like catches him in midair and does it. That was kind of. Mm. Also, as a side note, uh, I wasn't sure what level of celebrity the Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on right now is going to have, uh, but apparently Constant Zimmer is exactly the level of celebrity they're going to have Ooh. on. Uh, so last night while I was doing like house cleaning. I was just listening to Strongarm buying vowels in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you know, they're all, okay, so so what's your deal? And she's like, oh, oh I, don't, I don't know. I guess I'm just on a mission from, I don't know, our god? Have you ever heard of him? Well, she says Primus, we never get the G word, but yes. No. But she definitely drops the 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 P word. <laughs> Yes, M- much like the Blues Brothers, she's on a mission from God. Which actually is kind of weird that like there's no she just says from Primus, and then we see her floating in a room and a magical girl transformation upgrade, which is great. Yes, by, like by the power of the moon, she will defeat you. Yes, and apparently, okay, so I know that I harp a little bit too much on continuity sometimes. So Primus, a thousand years ago. Gave her this magical girl upgrade and then had her hibernate on Earth? Yeah, it's... it's I mean, you know, nothing important's happened And Earth Unicron didn't wake her up. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because we go again back to the whole thing in Prime with Unicron. Well, let's, wait, it's like, what, how... Did she say how long ago she woke up? Yeah. Well, okay, uh, she didn't uh, she say She said she woke up a ago. month ago. Oh, okay. okay. Well, then that's definitely not Unicron woke me up. She yes. absolutely slept through the planet being Unicron and Unicron trying to wake up. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, that's a little weird. Ah, oh, continuity. Yes. I mean, I guess then you could get into debating whether, as we will learn... I mean, I don't think it counts as spoilers to say that Megatronus is about to be showing up. So I guess then you could debate whether Megatronus would actually count as a a threat big enough that Unicron was not the thing that she was here to waiting for. Mm. Uh, which would seem to up the stakes pretty big, but Unicron. It doesn't really. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, well, that, that, that's just the problem of Prime started with Unicron as its season finale. It just yeah, it went too I mean, big we, too quick. Yes. As we talked about at the time, that kind of blew a lot of load there, and <laughs> scaling back from that always feels a little eh. But mm. but yes, she is on a mission from God. Yes. Yeah, although they don't say God, and she's on it, and we're supposed to well. We know it from decades. That, oh, that's what Primus is, but no mention of really what he is in this. It's just from Primus upgrade magical girl. Which I would is that like something specifically that Mark Magreed put in the script, like make her transformation like a magical girl, or am Probably. I misremembering I, something? <laughs> I vaguely remember that she is a Sailor Moon fan. Okay, because it's like I I have that little nugget of trivia in my head, and it's like. Is that a real nugget of trivia, or did I make something up? It seems like a thing she would do. Okay. Yes. It's a thing I would do. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, by the power of the moon, she will defeat you. And uh, <laughs> by the power of the moon, she's also uh, found a Decepticon for them to fight. Yes. By, like, fix it, a scanning. She's like, check this area. Fix it's like, oh, I don't see anything. And she's like, okay, try this one simple trick. And <laughs> and he does it, and everyone's like, no, but if he scanned it, there's nothing there. And then, ping, it's there, and then they're all yeah. put off that she's basically she's showing them up and everyone is kind of mad on this, but Strongarm really, really doesn't oh, like yeah. it. She's, and... she's, she's more more, uh, more windbag than windblade, am I right? <laughs> oh, so, I mean, if if there were ever a time ever time they might introduce a romantic element on this show, it's this because Sideswipe is very clearly uh, smitten with her. Yes, and you, this, she uh, just seems to be like being extra friendly with every like she's being that kind of super friendly flirty with Fix It and come on, look at him, he's tiny. <laughs> He but is he, absolutely 100% on board with it, though. Oh, of course. Aww, he's so cute. Oh, fix it into giant women. Yeah. Call some spark breaker. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, and he great. uses that later in the uh, later in the episode. Yes, yeah. because he it stuck with him. Yeah, so she says it's uh, you know she hasn't been wrong yet, and it's one of her best qualities. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I mean, being chosen by Primus does seem like it would probably puff up your ego a little bit. Oh, sure. Like the Blues Brothers. It's really interesting, like, there's nothing wrong with her, but her degree of confidence and competence is driving a wedge into the pre-existing group. Yes. Yes. Well, in fact, she's so good at things, she's even come up with a catchphrase. (laughs) <laughs> Which, I, I'm not counting it, but it's it's not a Bumblebee phrase, but it's just as bad as Bumblebee. Yeah. The thing is, she says it with more confidence. Yes. Yes. She And truly that is, let's it. crank our pistons and cross some distance. <laughs> that saying would actually make more sense if she was a car. <laughs> yeah. For one... For another, it, it, it's a little too long and wordy, and it's it's not a rhyme, but trying to be a rhyme. It kind of rhymes. Distance pistons? Uh, no. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so they uh, they get to this. Uh, it's an airport, and they find that there are planes that are weirdly circling overhead. The the thing. I mean, he's like, oh, planes don't usually swarm like that. I'm like, uh, but these are like, they're like old, sort of old-fashioned, like small airport kind of planes. Yeah. Mm. And then those do kind of, they do like little air showy things, but but okay, that's yeah, fair. Air show, especially since they're like all the same color yellow. It could be air yeah. show planes. But, but also, uh, nobody seems to be there for this air show. No. Yes. That, that is an oddity. In fact, it's kind of like a kind of a stormy-ish day. I I really like the atmosphere in this episode. Yeah, so yeah, it's nice well and done. Neat. But there are some people there. Yes, a, a this bunch. Is, this is not an unmanned facility. No, there are people there, but luckily uh, they're not going to remember anything. 
But I, it feels <laughs> like just out. a random collection of civilians. Like, there's an old lady. There's, like, a, a young girl. There is, of course, because this is Transformers. There's a guy in a hard hat. Well, yes. Yeah. You have to have a guy in a hard hat. So I guess these were people just, like, coming through this airport? I guess. Anyway, they, uh, yeah, so they, uh, uh, they get split into teams and Strongarm, much to her displeasure, is on Team Windblade. Oh, well. She's now referring to as her... lesbians. She's referring to her sarcastically as her awesomeness. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Strongarm. I mean, we're... If if we're if we're talking lesbians here, this is clearly enemies to lovers. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. In my head. <laughs> so yeah, they uh, they split up. They find that these humans are behaving very erratically. So is this better or worse than Thunderhoof's cult? This is definitely. I mean, this it's, is worse. This is non consensual. Yeah, this is worse. Yeah, he just okay. attracted a bunch of dumb people. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, the cult, the cult was bad, but at least they were willingly joining the cult. Th- yes. This is brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, the, and they've all got uh, like dark circles around their eyes, like they're Eric Draven or something. Yeah, it's uh, they're not looking too good. This is, and I do like that sort of very tired zombie sort of look to indicate that these people are under some kind of mind control. Yes. So they uh, they get in and uh, clearly this is Hangar 227 because we are dealing with Jack A. Harry. Ew, is it Jack yes. A? Jack E? Jack A. Jack A. There's an accent. I sang the yes. 227 opening in episode 227. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Oh. <laughs> You're not going to do it again. That joke's been made. No, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is a uh, uh, one Emmy for uh, for two twenty seven. She was mm-hmm. the mom on Sister Sister, which is what I mostly know oh, from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she also uh, once got slapped in the face by uh, Eartha Kitt. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I'm jealous. Yeah. I guess uh, she was dating somebody who she was unaware of was also uh, Eartha Kitt's boyfriend. Ooh. Awkward. Very I awkward mean, and also my god, getting slapped in the face by uh by the kid. I, I you might just die instantly. Yeah. 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 Get <laughs> slapped in the face by Catwoman? Just yeah. slap your spirit directly out of your body. <laughs> just out of your body and straight to hell. And uh, she is Zizza, who is a bee-like Decepticon. Like a queen bee. Yes! Big ol' queen bee. Also, never got a toy. Sadly, no. Alas. I mean, again, she is only one in one episode, and she turns from robot to robot bee. Yes. Yeah, well, her robot bee is sort of waspinator-ish. It is a cool-looking robot bee. Yeah. But again, it's not like from totally not animal vehicle to animally robot. She is yes. another one like like Filch, who yes. has a robot mode and a beast mode, mm. which is a bee. Bees! Is a- <laughs> I, I do want to want to point out for our listeners that when I saw we were getting to this episode, uh, I pulled up that Oprah Winfrey bees gift <laughs> to post in our episode yes. planning chat. <laughs> And, and I posted the trailer to Invasion of the Bee Girls. <laughs> Bees. And I just immediately went to the internet and discovered that Gundam Info no longer has their cute little informational videos about every mobile suit anymore, so I couldn't show my co-host the Zissa. Aww. Which Bees. is from uh, Gundam Double Zeta. It's a yellow, kind of bee-shaped robot with big bulky legs that's called Zissa. Like Zizza, oh. spelled differently in English, but then again, it's coming from Japanese and there are multiple official spellings. Just look up Deathsaurus and how many ways there are to spell that. <laughs> Desirous. But we have That was Zissa. on his package. And a you know Zissa. what else was on his package? What? You know what else was on Deathsaurus' oh, what, package? What the... That his alt mode is a big bird. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there are there's a different big bird in each country of Sesame Street. 
in various it's colors, cool. which I recently discovered, which is weird. I mean, I knew there were other Muppets that were different regional versions, but Big Bird, I thought, was like the universal constant, but no. <laughs> he, he's not the unicorn of multiple Sesame Streets. He's just a Big Bird. It's not yes. quite as... It's very good, but it's not quite as good as the, uh, the quote, English on the Dino King package, <laughs> which is like... The six robots jump out his shell, transform to monster, and again. <laughs> so it's Zissa, kind of a good design, but it's really a no. It's like it's not like she's an exact copy of the Zissa from Gundam, mm-hmm. but like there's too many similarities. Like a small, compact body, short little arms, big, bulky legs. Admittedly, she's got weird shoulder stuff, and and uh crown she stole from a supreme star scream but is it it's zissa why are they both called zissa it's it's like a bee noise Bees. but the yes. thing is the gundam one isn't really a bee oh well maybe maybe that it's, it's, it's like onomatopoeia i guess, I guess. I don't know. or or maybe it is like supposed to be bee like but it's not intentionally bee like it's weird it's just I'm like just the first time i saw uh, this episode it's like why is this a gundam crossover Oh, it's not. What? I was just thinking H to the Zizza, V to the Ova. No? Is, is this a song? Yes. Okay. It's, a, it's, it's Jay-Z. Oh. Uh-huh. Is anyway. it Hozier? Uh, I only, no. <laughs> I only uh, know of songs about how scary the sound foxes make is. No, it uh, it, it, it does it uh, sounds, sounds somewhat similar to that, though, is it is about his nickname... Hova. Aha. Uh-huh. Bova? Not confused with that lady who... Hova. <laughs> I think it's as in like Jehovah. Ah. Uh, uh, I thought he was just a big Bova. fan of that uh, that lady who used to be on uh, Good Morning America with Kathy Lee Gifford. Oh, I think she's just on there by herself with some other person now. Oh, so, uh, well, I mean, I, ho- I hope so. I, I don't want her to just get day drunk on white wine on, all on her own. <laughs> oh, that lady. <laughs> Gotta have a okay. friend for yes. that. I'm sorry, that's actually Hoda. Yes, that's Hoda. So yeah, they they look her up. She is a bee-like Decepticon, and she uh, has mind-controlling venom in her stinger. Yeah, that's Which, not good. We never actually see her sting anyone, do we? It's probably well, for the best. Well, well apparently yes. that is... She can just, like, pump that... She can, like, milk herself of the venom, because they're gonna... They're, all these planes oh. are to spread it around, like in Goldfinger. Yes. You know, you know, it's like milking a snake or something, where she just has to sting like into a jar with some plastic over it. Well, yeah. Well, uh, that, that's not how bees work, or well, honeybees anyway. Venom, or it's well, fine. Well, yes. I mean, that's true. But I mean, also, she's a giant robot. Well, yes. Queen. Yes. I mean, if she's that does now, I want to know. Whether she produces this venom in some fashion, like she's got some kind of mechanical organ in her that synthesizes it, or if she's just doing chemistry. Ah. And then just, like, loads it up into a a reservoir and does it that way. We don't have enough Decepticon evil scientists. Well, wait, no, we have lots of them. Yeah, we have lots of them. Especially in this series. Yeah. Need more evil Decepticon chemists. Well, we need more Decepticon botanists, or any Transformer uh, botanists. As far as I know, there's only one. Oh, um, what's his name? Brushguard. Um, Brushguard, yes. Yes, who, who, I want a new toy of him. I just like the concept of a, a botanist robot. It's like, th- there are xenobiologists and various biologist Transformers, but one that's obsessed with plants? Yes, need more xenobotanists. They also have very nice colors. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the, the the light blue and and a rich purple, oh, nice color scheme. We we got yeah. recent brawn toys or something. Redeco one of those. Come on, guys. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, she uh, no, she, you're getting pipes. She... <laughs> pipes uh, for Overlord her. to step on. Uh. Step on me, Daddy Overlord. <laughs> AKA the TFCon artist Sally. <laughs> so. uh... So yeah, she uh, apparently she tried to conquer Cybertron previously by uh, 
by controlling a bunch of uh, Transformers, but apparently her venom works even better on people. Yes. And there's no cure, but it just wears off eventually. Yeah. Eventually you metabolize it and go back to normal. So the Autobots are all, okay, well, obviously we're not going to let you do this. And Zizza, and uh, I will say that Jack A. Harry, is uh, her, vo- her vocal performance is very good in this. Well, yeah, she's yes. a great choice because she already has sort of a buzzing voice to begin with. Mm-hmm. She's very fun. Yeah. And uh, it's unfortunate she does not come back. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Aww. And, and yeah, in, in a surprisingly dark move for the show, she's like, uh, yeah, um, I'm going to cut this guy's throat if you take one step closer. Yeah, she's... Straight up threatening to murder some of these people. And Windblade is all, Welp, okay. Yeah, Windblade's a little... And then Strongarm... Yeah. And Strongarm just trips her and is like, Oh, oh, whoops. So they just get out of there. And Windblade is mad, but Strongarm's like, You know, know, listen. Even if, you know, one or two humans die... We can say that'll, you know, and that we save the planet. I call that a win. And Strongman was all, uh, no, absolutely no, not. That is not how we're doing things. They mm. are sentient creatures. And to be fair, like, her bestie Chromia totally bombed a bunch of stuff in the limited series because she was homesick and Windblade was like, it's okay, honey. This is true. So she is occasionally her morality gets a little mushy. Yes. Well, her best friend was kind of Starscream, so yeah. (laughs) Eventually, yeah. 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 Or one of her best friends, I guess. Not the best, uh, yeah. Not the best judge of character. No. So yeah, strong arm is like, that's not how we do things. We are not sacrificing any humans. No human death is an acceptable loss. Yes. And also there is a... uh, We note here that uh, Strong... That uh, Ziz's chambers are very warm. Mm. Yes. Again, Ah. like bees! And and so Strong realizes, hey, I've studied Earth bees. I know how this works. As opposed to Cybertronian bees, apparently. Yes, listen... Listen, we're all going to need to get into big suits, and I'm going to get the, a bunch of smoke. And wait, wait, no. <laughs> wait, so so uh, strong arms hobby is hobby is being an apiarist. Is that how you pronounce it? The uh, yes, apiary. Yeah. Yes. Study of bees. Ah, uh, I want beehives. Oh shit! So, I yeah, could probably so... have beehives. Oh, oh no, fair! I'm jealous now. I live in town. I live in the middle. The of best nowhere. I get is stray cats. Oh, <laughs> you probably also get stray bees. You just don't notice them. There uh, is actually a uh, a shop. Uh, I'm like two blocks from the little downtown strip, and there's a shop there that sells like honey stuff. And they actually have a working beehive mm. on their second floor that has a Ooh. a clear panel over it, so you can see them. And I That's think cool. I've seen some of their bees poking mm. around my my flowers. Hmm. Bees. City bees. So yeah, so yeah strong arm. She is the bee expert. She is the uh, she is the Michael Caine in the swarm of this. Uh, <laughs> which uh, which I, I have to bring up Michael Caine's quote from. You do that, and I'll just make bee sounds. I'll just be I, thinking about Marvel's swarm, which was entertaining in a weird Spider-Man uh, cartoon. I Wait, discouraged he... my cat from killing that bee. Originate from that stupid <laughs> Spider-Man cartoon, or did they actually have him originally? Although I guess Wait. the one in the Spider, the really old seventies one, wasn't a Nazi bee or bee made up. <laughs> no, <Nazis>. definitely not. <laughs> I think he was like an alien or something. Or there was like a, I think it was like a meteor crashed and it like made bees Maybe. intelligent. Ooh, and he turned like... people into bees. Maybe. <laughs> Anyway, why are fu- bees so inherently funny? <laughs> well, if you're thinking of a cute little fuzzy bumblebees, yes, they, 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 they can they can barely fly. I think it's just the word. I think it's Nicolas Cage. That too. Oh yeah, that helps. Ah <laughs> uh, no, not the bees, not the bees. Oh, not the bees. <laughs> oh they're in my eyes. Ah, uh, no. The the quote is: We've been fighting a losing battle against the insects for 15 years. But I never thought I'd see the final face-off in my lifetime. And I never dreamed 
that it would turn out to be the bees. They've always been our friends. <laughs> the bees have always been our friends. <laughs> and especially since the bees in that movie, they get like a bunch of those like styrofoam packing peanuts, and I guess they painted them gold, and they're just like shooting them at people. What? Oh my! <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long. I forgot what the bees look like. I figured they were like drawn on the animation or animated on oh, no. themselves they're, or something. But I mean, there's styrofoam. probably some of that, and there's definitely like scary close-ups of bees. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, bees. I love bees. So yeah, the uh, so the uh, so strong arm takes the point, and the 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 job is on. So strong arm, or sorry, Grimlock is doing his King Kong thing, where he's climbing up to the tower. Oh and yeah, he's, like, got these jets flying around him. Grim Kong. Yes, uh, it's very cute. It's funny because he's otherwise a Godzilla. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, he, he's he's a Godzilla that transforms into a King Kong. Now he's got he to fight himself. <laughs> it's a real Inside each of situation. us are two wolves. <laughs> Inside each of us are two giant monster animals. <laughs> one is a King Kong, one is a Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes there's a Gamera in there, I don't know. Yes. He is made of turtle meat. Oh, that's, uh, aren't, that's a movie. Aren't, I want to see. Aren't we all made of turtle meat? <laughs> I mean, if you eat enough turtle. <laughs> I don't know. That just hit me the right way. Uh, I, can't uh, have, I can't have turtle meat in New York. Really? It's illegal. <gasps> yeah. Well, you can't beat that. Uh, I, uh, well, well, you, you know why that is. Why? Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtle protection. That's right. They don't live in New Jersey. They live in uh, in New York, and sometimes I think they live in like Scranton, Pennsylvania. Is this one of those things where it's like like the RICO laws that they basically just crafted so they could get mafia people for things that were otherwise not technically crimes? So like wait, wait. this is so they have like maybe they can't get Shredder for murder if the Ninja Turtles <laughs> are not technically considered people, but yeah. they can get him. For eating, eating turtle. Oh yeah, because I mean, that guy's always saying like, oh, t- "Tonight I dine on turtle soup." Yes. They specifically criminalized eating turtle. For and, and him, then as, and then as soon as he says that, like Jerry Orbach slaps the cuffs on him. Yes. <laughs> Wait, maybe it is legal now. Wait. Now yeah, I'm yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry, pal. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that isn't on the uh, the menu at Rikers. <laughs> Cut, cut to commercial. Yes. And he's just on trial. Now, when when they go to trial, does Ken, does Krang just put, like, a suit over his robot body? Or does he have a suit made for his brain? I feel like it's, it's probably both. Like, the robot body has a suit that has a cutaway for the brain section, and yes. then also he's wearing a suit as well, the, the brain. I, th- I think the brain is just wearing a tie. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> like, the tie is just, like, hanging out of his belly. Yeah. the important questions. Oh, Shredder! Bebop and Rocksteady have turned state's evidence on us! (laughs) We have to get back to Dimension X! There's no extradition treaty! (laughs) Ah, so... Oh, wait. Were we talking about an episode or something? Yeah, there was a cartoon in here somewhere. So, so yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Grimlock's fighting these planes, and uh, so the... uh, the, uh, the small boys, the minicons, they go in and <gasps> the they cut the, and they cut the power. And that yes. is what was powering Ziz's heat lamps. Yes. So now she mad. Yes. But in an unfortunate turn of events, a plane is now trying to land at this airport and they are running out of fuel. So they are risking a real die hard two situation. When, a giant bee robot takes over your airport. You have to put out a notum for that. So oh, the that's right. pilot's is... coming in. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this is work business. <laughs> so, so what? What is there? Is there an official code for giant bee robot? Uh, that part, I I do not know. You would have to contact flight services for that. Uh, they keep, or uh, honestly, I would go like ask the people downstairs and be like, so is there like if they need to put in something for like. A giant bee robot? Like, do you know what the drop-down menu choice for that would be? Like, we just get them logged in. 
They might have, like, active God in there. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but yes, if uh, if she needed to have her password word reset so she could put that in, I would be there. Yeah, but of course, she is dangerously out of fuel. Yes. So again, this this is a Die Hard 2 situation. This is a weird looking plane, too. It, it's like yeah, it's a, very... It looks like a preschool toy. It's very yeah. chubby. Yeah, it, it, it kind of looks like a squooshed version of like a, like a military transport plane, like a Hercules or something. Yeah, and she's dressed like a commercial pilot, but yeah. this is definitely like a military style plane. Little tiny wings, weird. giant cockpit, belly, no cargo space, really. It's weird. Is this Air Force One? Maybe. Maybe it is. Is this that, like, Air Force One redesign that Trump was talking about? <laughs> no, there's not, like, a big picture of pizza on it. Or hamburger. <laughs> no hamburgers on it. It doesn't have his name in giant letters on it. Yeah. It, it, he just it, wanted the, the to put inti- his own name on it. The entire thing is in painted gold. I mean, my the other alternative is that this is uh, Kelsey Grammer's money plane. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna have to set a professional wrestler up there to rob it or something. <laughs> but not the first professional wrestler you think of, but one you might have heard of. Is it who is? I can't even remember which one is in that. Is it The Miz? No, it's Edge. I think. Oh, okay, is Edge still around? I think he came back a few years okay. ago. Okay. Like he had to retire because oh, of an injury, but then he got better and came back a little bit ago. No. So uh, so now it is up to fix it to uh to hack into uh Jen's workplace. <laughs> yes. And I assume much like in this it is very difficult to hack into the FAA. Yeah, it's uh we've got like a whole group like when I'm actually during normal circumstances in the command center, that's like the dudes over there who are making sure nobody does that. They're like people there 24 seven, making sure people do not do what fix it is doing. <laughs> Luckily it, it appears that he has done this during lunch. I mean, it does say that this is more difficult than what he usually does, which is hack into everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's, he needs to hang out with Raf more. I think Raf would get him up to speed. Yeah. Raf would have been in there in like half a second. So uh, so now these uh, these pilots are coming in to intercept this plane. So it is uh, so it is up now up to Windblade and Sideswipe to stop them with the power of Jet Judo. <laughs> yes, I also noted Jet Judo uh, because I really like that episode of G One. The one thing that. Prowl ever did on the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The, the one time he did something and half of it wasn't even actually him. It was just Chip Chase remote controlling him. That's right. But he did call for help, so that was him. Yes. And this the, the this is very well like directed and animated how Sideswipe is, ju- is sort of jumping from plane to plane, just damaging them enough that they will have to land, but yes. not so much that they will plummet to Earth and die. Yes. Which... Sounds impossible. Like, yeah. you have to damage well, yes, them so but... they have to land, but damaging them also makes it harder for them to land. What? Uh, if only his brother was here to help. <laughs> so yeah, so Zizla has now sent her minions out to intercept the uh, the Autobots, and obviously they're just being sort of lightly poked with farm implements, which is not damaging <laughs> yes. them. But they also can't just kick them. It's just these humans standing around just milling about their feet, prodding them with hay rakes. Yeah, we can't just kill these guys like they work for mech or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah these guys are being mind-controlled. We can't just murder them like we do mech soldiers. Well, and again, this is also kind of giving me uh, Ultimate Doom vibes. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Where there is a bit where the Autobots are just attacked by a bunch of brainwashed humans with, like, sticks and rocks. Yes, and they are gonna do anything about it because they're not going to attack these humans. Doesn't that happen in Master Force 2? Something like that? Are there? Probably. I think there's... Are there zombies in Master oh, Force? Oh, zombies. Yeah. But I can't remember if they, like, get better or if they just get returned to the grave. 
I should buy Master Force. It sounds wacky enough for me. I I have bought it twice, and I haven't actually watched through it since, like, 1998. So I oh. should probably actually watch that when I'm done rewatching watching Inhumanoids again. So, uh, so finally Fix-It does manage to hack into it, uh, guides her to a, a nearby airport, and thanks her for flying Spark Breaker Airlines, because somebody finally gave him a nickname. He's so proud. He's he so pleased. It. He's What's so happy. Nickname? It's a nickname he didn't give himself because that's come up before. Well, yes. Yeah, that, <laughs> yes. We all know that's not going to work. Mm. No, he can't just do that. No. So now Zizza is taking matters into her own hands. She turns into her beast mode, and I, I like how insectile the, the animation on this bee is. Yeah. I like how when she like turns into her bee mode and like climbs up on this like trailer truck, there's like thunder and lightning and it's very impressive. Very I'm good try- thunder on the bee mode. Uh, I'm trying to think of a giant. There, there aren't a lot of giant bee movies. Well, yeah, because it's all giant uh, grasshoppers and ants. And I guess there's uh, there's the wasp things. woman. That kind of counts. What? She's, she's it- like a lady who turns into a big wasp. She does? I thought she'd just wear, like, a weird shitty mask or something. I mean, she's not like a... I guess she's like a person size. Uh, I think... uh, Was it Monster from Green Hell? I think that's a giant wasp. Oh, maybe? It's... uh, There's, like, a rocket that has wasps in it, and it crashes (laughs) into Africa in in an area they refer to as Green Hell. And, yeah, it's a bunch of big, crummy-looking wasps. Hmm. Oh, oh, wow, that doesn't even look like a wasp. It's more like a shitty ant. <laughs> well, you, I guess you're thinking of uh, them. Yeah. Well, no, I just looked up the green hell. and Oh. Like, the monster design isn't that great. Anyway, so they uh, they, they managed to... Uh, they've got... Uh, they've got... Win- they've got uh, Ziza fighting mad. She angry. And strong arm is sort of uh, is sort of wrestling her and trying not to get stung. And so then Windblade decides to ram her. She ends up getting knocked into what I initially thought was a tanker of liquid nitrogen, and I thought it was going to be like the end of Terminator Two. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but no, it is bad. it is in fact refrigerated foam. Yes, for putting so out she, fires. Yes. So she's she's very cold and now incapacitated, and uh, strong arm cuffs her. So it yeah. would have been cool if it looked like uh, pyro, but yes, <laughs> you can only ask for so many references. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, airport's back to normal. Uh, all the humans have forgotten their weird mind control ordeal. They and lost wh- a day, and they're like, "Oh, huh? Okay." Peace. Um, you know, Mulder and Scully are going to drop by in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, Mulder, I don't think... Ever ever hear the robot bee alien? He throws <laughs> a file on her desk. <laughs> Sorry. Ever hear the robot bee alien? They're just going to have a whole season that's just robot animal aliens. <laughs> well, they, they did do that comic that uh, crossed them over. Did they? I it was forgot like one about of, that. It was one what? of IDW's like events that crosses over a bunch of stuff. What, was yeah, that, was that the one that actually crossed over, or that was just the one like zombie monsters were hopping dimensions? No, this was the one that actually crossed over. Oh, okay. I think it was. I think they also did X Files Ninja Turtles. What? That <laughs> sounds horrible and amazing. <laughs> I mean, the rumors of these turtle men. Living in the sewers. Think about it, Scully. Alien brains, rhinoceros men. Whatever the de- whatever the Rat King's deal is, is he like a guy or what? I think he's just a crazy dude. Maybe a, a vaguely crazy psychic crazy dude. I think I think in that CG cartoon, he was some sort of like Jeffrey Combs mutant rat man. Ah, hmm. yeah, that's that sounds right. He was definitely Jeffrey Combs. Yes. Anyway, so uh, Windblade is all, hey, uh, listen, I am not going to stick around here, but I'll be back eventually to guest star again. 
<laughs> yes. She, much like Drift, she ends up coming back to be a recurring character. Yes, I think she more or less becomes a regular. Yeah. Again, much like Drift. Yes. Except if only Jazz would come back. But now? I think he comes back, like, right at the end. Oh, that's not as fun. No. And, uh, yeah, but before she leaves, she does, uh, you know, talk to Strongarm, and she's all, you know, hey, you, uh, you know, you kind of did a good thing back there. And, uh, you know, it was it was good of me, it was good that you made me not kill those people. <laughs> it's good that you stopped me from allowing murder to happen. And in gratitude, I'm going to actually refer to you by your actual name. Yes. Since you seem to prefer that. Look at these characters being adults and talking things out. And and, and even Sideswipe is all, hey, you know, Strongarm, that was actually, you know, a really good plan. Thank you for doing that. And she's just astonished. Aww, <laughs> yes. people are friends now. Bees. Bees. It's just funny And to that say. is the episode. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed, I liked Windblade, I liked the, the guest villain, there was some really good action in this one. Yeah. And I think Margaret's got, all, you know, she always writes good characters. Yeah, I, I liked that Windblade was definitely a little different here. Uh, in her own comic story, she very much played her up as being, like, from a different culture, and just learning about Cybertron and learning about their situation and with the setting i i think it's good when you can really like make the character appropriate to the setting because when you keep trying to reuse characters for things all the time that doesn't always work out uh though as i think i mentioned before i really appreciate that when cheetor showed up in cyberverse despite being the guardian of the allspark he had the most important trait of being cheetor which is being dumb as a rock uh, that's right <laughs> but but yeah i i'm looking forward to seeing her show up in later episodes again and hang around on a longer term basis uh i vaguely recall her ending up being more useful than drift was uh but uh yeah i like when blade a plus when blade is here I, i'm happy mm-hmm. yes can, can we just swap her out for drift please yeah, Drift can go home. Uh, he can come back when he learns to be the IDW version. Yeah, just uh, and... leave the babies behind. <laughs> yes, leave us go. babies. I mean, uh, Windblade's color scheme even works with the little guys. Yeah. Although her yeah. color scheme is also basically kind of the same color scheme as Sideswipe. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, yeah right, good episode. So, yeah, so I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner. Yes, this week on Kiki Sentai Gogo 5! Oh, wait, what is the title? Uh, Showdown at Saima Paradico. Paradiso? I don't know why it's using, like, a Spanish word. Because. All I have to say is G Gundam. And I'm just gonna leave that there. Does Paradiso actually mean something other than paradise? I should have looked that up. I think they're like places called that. What? Like all I'm getting California. is California. Pe- restaurants and pizza places. Oh, so pizza. No. Pizza. Oh, now I'm getting hungry. Anyway. Me too. Uh, the Grand Witch Grandina is in her final form and ready to conquer the earth and take over the universe, yada, yada, yada. She sends out her youngest surviving child, Kobolda, to be expendable and like lure out the rangers and distract them and she just plans to like let him die just to kill the rangers you know so she doesn't care but her other son Zilfies who she resurrected does care or they her siblings his siblings resurrected it's like he cares so he goes out to help his brother and fight the rangers but Kobold's like no I want to do this myself it's like no dude our mom wants us dead she doesn't care about us she just wants to kill the rangers but somehow mom's got ultimate power now and sucks 
her two surviving children and four of the rangers into this phantom zone, which turns out to be Saima Road, they call it, which is where their headquarters is, their giant castle thing that has a skull for a face. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, but uh, the Red Ranger is still back at base because he was injured with the stuff and then the little bug thing that was sucking his life out to resurrect Zilfies. So he's still back at the base and all his siblings are being beaten up. It's like, oh no, I gotta go find out where they were. Oh, and I should have looked it up because they, they go to like the where they were fighting first and then they got warped and then the Red Ranger just wandered around trying to figure out how to get into this other dimension. It was like a athletic arena thing. That, oh, was it an Olympic stadium or something? Maybe not, but but there's like a thing sitting there that looks like it would hold an Olympic torch, <laughs> and that turns out to be oh look, there's a dark swirling vortex in there. That's how I get to the other dimension. Oops. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, somewhere along in the process, Cabold is fighting the Rangers, and then Mom uses Zilfie's body to fire a bazooka at the Rangers and Cobolda. It's like. But he, Zilfies is trying to resist. Is like, no, I don't want to shoot my brother. I like my brother. And Mom's like, fuck it, kill them all. But then, of course, the Rangers aren't there when the blast finally hits. So Kobolda dies, and then whatever the, the Grand Witch embiggens them, and then there's a fight, and it's a thing. And we're ramping up to the the end of the series. But wait, wait, wait a minute. The Red Ranger is going to confront uh, Grand Witch Grandina because he did find the way in in her little theatrical like throne room which I guess she calls the Paradico Paradiso, whatever <laughs> and kills her wait, what? There's two episodes left oh no <laughs> is one of them going to be a cl- is it going to end with like three clip episodes like Victory does Ooh, oh, that does not sound good <laughs> oh, there's bound to be some show that did end up with a clip show but I can't think of it, no, not this one oh no, she grew giant, she's not dead and then they, they break out the original robot, and it, it's, it's kind of a long fight, and wow, there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode, but oh, she's dead! Again? And all the minus energy that she was absorbing, that was like the evil stuff that was the entire plot of the season, is gone? There's two episodes left, what's going on? Is the butler the only one left alive? Yes, apparently. Actually, okay. no one is real. This is all happening in a pocket dimension. Uh, there's been episodes like that I don't think there's been a whole series of Sentai like that oh wait no well there was a four episode mini series where they had rangers fighting rangers in a tournament and it turned out um, the one running it was named Rita (laughs) not Rita Repulsa but she did uh, resurrect a great Satan which was the look of the giant face monster thing from the first Power Rangers which was weird oh, no. fan shit. That 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 little four whatever four episode what was a great battles or something series was interesting but weird. The end. Anyway, that's the end of this series. All the bad guys are dead except for their butler. Or are they? <laughs> oh. Anyway. Yes. All right. I'm telling you, so, last two episodes are clip episodes, like victory. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that is it for uh, for us this week. We'll be back next week with more Robots in Disguise. Uh, you can find us all over the internet. We have a Twitter, we have a Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes. To Icon Underground. Yes, we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, uh, where we have a Patreon set up for hosting and other expenses. Uh, Patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. Uh, for January, uh, we had... Uh, what I have been informed was, uh, a pleasant thing to come of Earthrise, which is, which is great. Uh, <laughs> something good should come of that. Uh, for February, uh, maybe Johnny Mnemonic. We're still settling. I think it's going to be Johnny Mnemonic. I have not yet found a VHS yep. copy of it to play Ooh. on my CRT. Uh, I found a bunch of copies of The Matrix. Uh, I, found a place that had uh, 10 cent VHS tapes and a $5 credit card minimum. Uh, (laughs) So I have a lot of... No, I didn't actually buy 50 VHS tapes there, but I I did buy uh, 10 VHS tapes and a $4 space heater uh, because it was a a thrift store. Uh, But none of them were Johnny Mnemonic. One of them was Jurassic Park. 
so <laughs> yeah uh, you can look forward to that later this month but in the meantime you can get our entire back catalog including that Earthrise episode uh, I forget I feel like I have to have mentioned uh, I, I have sort of dumped all of Earthrise out of my brain uh, but occasionally it pops back up that Optimus Prime has that line about appearances can be more than meets the eye and I get very angry <laughs> <laughs> I that wasn't like under the umbrella of the episode that we watched, but I feel like I must have brought that up because oh my god. <laughs> I, I recommend cleansing your brain with that new uh Beast Wars comic. Yes. It's very good. Oh good. Oh, I haven't gotten to the comic. I will be picking that it, up next week. Uh, probably it on It's worth book. a read. Uh, so yeah, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can help us out with our hosting expenses and help us keep up and running and get all of our exciting old episodes, which are pretty great. That's right. All right. So until next time, we confront both ghosts and imposters. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. What? No ghosts or busters? Appearances literally cannot be more than meets the eye. They are literally the exact part that meets the eye. It's not right. <laughs>